Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon, Australian Eastern Time. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants, the Wurundjeri people of the Kaurna Nation. We pay respects to all First Nations people um, listening past, present and emerging, and to all listeners of all genders. Thanks for your company. Well, opened up with two things today. Um, Better explain the clip. Yes, it was that classic Daniel Bryan turning face again after being apparently seduced by Bray Wyatt. A yes chant, one of the big ones, because we are celebrating to... um, Borrow from the title of Dragon Song Celebrate or Celebration, doing the Cool and the Gang cover from the um, Bondi Road album. Because, yes, we don't often get a chance to play songs like that. And, yes, we can today because of the huge, momentous, amazing moment at 8.19pm, Tuesday night, the 26th of August, where birth certificates passed the upper house in Victoria by a margin of 26 to 14. So that deserves a massive Daniel Bryan yes chant and, of course, then doing a double knee to the baddies um, in a caring, sharing sense, of course. Um, allegedly not pre but maybe premeditated. Seriously, <coughs> what an amazing moment. And on the show today, I'm going to play Andy Medic's speech in the next segment. I just cannot see how I can't. Um, it is emotional, so... I'll give you some more warnings when it comes up, but it was an amazing moment to be there. Um, you can look on my Facebook page to see a picture of a soggy-eyed Sally from within 15 minutes after that happened. If you also look on the face post on Facebook, um, where you can comment under, you'll find the ways to get in touch with the show. Out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61456 and tweet at Sal God said so, and definitely that's the bottom line. Um, also look for the post on the Out of the Pan page. What an amazeballs week. Um, so many great speeches. Um, ended up, as I said, the vote 26 to 14 in the upper house. So thank you to Rod Barton of Transport Matters, who, if I may say so, is also my member in Eastern Metropolitan. We'll say that, of course, all opinions on this show are my own personal ones and any resemblance to organisations with which I'm involved is um, purely coincidental or something like that. Um, Also, thanks to members of other parties, um, the um, Sustainable Sustainable Australia Party who voted for it, um, and um, numerous others, the Liberal Democrats as well, and Catherine Cummings, an independent. Um, So, yeah, 26 to 14, um, all of Labor, and Greens, and of course Andy Medic, who I don't know, um, just has to be one of the most amazing, awesome, snoresome people you'd want to meet. And as I say, we're playing his speech in full in the next segment of the show. Um, so a big week, um, lots of celebrations happening, a few mineral waters afterwards. But it's just such a momentous week. Let's sum up what these changes will mean now once they are fully in force, which um, is the next step. Now at this stage, we do not know that the latest that can happen is 1st of May next year, so still another um, eight months away. According to my mathematics, I'll never make federal treasurer. I can do maths in my head. But um, the thing is, um, we're hoping if we can to get that brought forward, um, listen to this space, um, 
but do have to say um, what are the changes. So first of all, not a surgical requirement anymore um, for, well, for adults, because of course um, the situation prior to last week was that our minors could not change their birth certificates under any circumstances. Um, for the chain for adults, all we need is um, to sign the paperwork is an adult who's known us for more than 12 months to sign off, so no medical um, intervention whatsoever. Um, the um, other option, of course, more options than male or female, so it covers terms like gender diverse, non-binary, um, obviously something that's not uh, vexatious or frivolous or could be considered obscene. Some people have objected to that, but I can understand that one. Um, and myself, personally, as I say, um, for minors, um, the process is driven by the young person and there's um, supporting statements only, not um, leading, but supporting statements from parent, parents slash guardians and a wide-ranging range of health professionals, which um, is more than, say, GPs or psycho psychologists, etc. So, um, um, what else? Um, um, yeah, an amazing moment. Lots of great speeches, similar to the lower house two weeks ago. It should be noted that the Liberals and Nationals ran out of speakers. So... Um, shows maybe they would be interesting to know had they given a conscience vote in each house what the vote would have been like. Again, showing I can do maths in my head. If you add up the vote in each house, 56-27 in favour, lower house, 26-14 upper house, by Godfrey, um, that comes out to 82 to um, 41, exactly 2 to 1. Pretty close to the same percentage you voted yes in the marriage um, um Postal parasite um, a few weeks, um, a few years ago, the, the plebe shite, as it was called, or the pseudo plebe shite, that sort of thing. Um, come to that later in the show. Um, we're sort of like some people can't accept those results. So, an amazing week. And as I say, it's hard to know what to say um, in a sense. Um, you know, it's just been such um, and um, I don't know, an int just an amazing um, outcome after years and years of campaigning for for this. Um, lots of tears shed by all, um, I can say. do want to give a shout-out to our siblings, trans and gender-diverse siblings and families in Western Australia, New South Wales and Queensland. We know you aren't there yet. Um, we know what it's like to wait, and we hope you can get there as quickly as you can. Um, obviously, it's your show. It will depend on your state politics. But um, the thing is, it's got to be driven by you. Um, there's some talk I'm hearing of New South Wales putting laws through that are less than the standards set by the other states and territories have now passed them because they think nothing will happen for a long time, given that there is a Liberal government. That's a gamble, if, if that's the case. I'm trying to get more confirmation of that. And the thing is, do you get something on the board now and hope it will be more done later? Or then you run the risk of saying, well, we did that a few years ago and what's changed? Well, you know, an interesting one. Um, have to wait, wait and see. But um, Queensland, one house, Labor has a whole majority, should be able to get it done. Um, and Western Australia, the situation is um, 
um, you know, sort of stuck where, as we heard from Misty Farquhar a few weeks back, um, that things are stuck between the houses. Stuck duck, as they used to say on Pluck a Duck or something like that. So, yeah, lots to happen. All right, let's um, keep things rolling and um, have um, another celebratory track, um, this time for... Um, people who love their 60s and 70s music. Here's a track that you might know from a band called Three Dog Night, and it pretty much sums up what trans and gender diverse Victorians, families and allies are thinking and feeling. Um, Joy to the world. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
Red alert. Numbers are needed at the Japurang Heritage Protection Embassy camps immediately. Sacred birthing trees on Japurang country need protecting. Over 50 generations have been born on these sites and the birthing trees themselves are 800 years old. These trees are being protected from the Victorian Labor Party's planned highway extension that is set to destroy this sacred dreaming landscape. The cops are coming with eviction orders very soon. The campaign to protect country is led by Japurang traditional owners who are calling on people from all walks of life for support. You can help by joining traditional owners at the camp on Japurang country near Ararat or by donating and putting pressure on Daniel Andrews to protect this sacred land. Visit dwembassy.com for more information and updates. No trees, no treaty. Subscribe to your award-winning independent community radio, bringing you coverage of community issues and events. This is Beard Base Camp. Welcome to the Little Red Tlangy Treehouse. As you said, I'm going to the East West Tunnel picket, as it usually does, starts at 5.30am. Uh, the Lincoln Melbourne Authority have come here in the middle of the night and set up another drill rig here on Gold Street. Police were pretty keen to defend that with all their resources this morning. And I think for Australians... In order to know ourselves, really fully know ourselves, in order to mature, we need to understand Aboriginal culture. We need to embrace it and realise that in coming here, you're now part of the longest continuing culture in the world. We need your support. Subscribe today. Call 9419 8377 now. Absolutely lots of reasons to support 3CR, whether by subscribing or you can still donate. We've just got nearly the whole station's at Radiothon um, and out of the pan close. But, um, you know, um, pick a show, any show, um, it all's going to get us over the line. And gosh knows, we're going to need um, community media, um, given some of the things that are going on. We always do. Um, 3CR. He's one of those, his community media on 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Well, as I said in the opening segment, it's an amazing week and I've watched and listened to this speech twice now and I'm going to put the audio over the airwaves. Andy Medic, who, as we've mentioned, is the father of two children, one a cisgender gay person, the other trans, um, made an amazing speech in Parliament. Unfortunately, I missed it live, but you'll still get this even with just the audio. Um, I will give a warning. It's very emotional. Um, so I honestly say if you're driving, either pull over or just raise your awareness levels. If you're at home or wherever you are, um, grab the tissues or the hanky. I've got to play it. It's just ama- an amazing piece of leadership. And so let's sit back and enjoy um, and breathe in the positive emotion of Andy Medic. Um, Animal Justice Party MP for Western Regional Victoria's speech in favour of birth certificates on Tuesday, 26 August. Thank you, Acting President. It's a bill that is very close to my own. Thank you, Acting President. I rise today to speak on a vitally important bill, and it's a bill that is very close to my own heart, a bill that does something fundamentally good and fundamentally right. We in both places here argue and amend or pass or halt laws and regulations that tell citizens how they will live their lives 
We place power in the written word over their existence. This bill is one of those rare occasions when what we do here will place that power in the hands of the individual. It will give them determination over their own lives. Victoria is without doubt, at least in my mind, the most diverse, accepting and progressive society in Australia. Many Commonwealth laws that have changed the lives of marginalised people for the better, that have at their heart compassion and care for others, had their origins in this state. Victoria is the trailblazer by every definition. A prime example is the current treaty process with our First Nations people. All actions in all other states and federally are happening only because Victoria said, enough. We will lead the way and we will shame you into action if we have to. And so it is with the current bill we have before us. Some consider what is being proposed is outrageous, an affront to nature or to their chosen God or deity, or just an affront to what they see as common sense in the pubs. They base this in many cases on the fact that in their everyday lives they believe they come into contact with people of two genders only, male and female. But as much as they might wish to believe that this is all there is, they are wrong. Throughout history, in many cultures, various genders have been recognised and simply been part of the fabric of society. Not pointed at, discriminated against or marginalised in any way. Life, human life, was observed and accepted in all its wondrous diversity in these communities. But not all. The more common scenario, unfortunately, is one where those traits of humanity that are us at our worst are on vulgar display. Unfortunately, today has been no exception. Public hatred, acts of extreme violence and murder, state-sanctioned discrimination and laws that permitted public persecution and violence, and laws that banned the existence of people who were outside of what those societies decided was right, so that law enforcement were instructed and encouraged to arrest and beat people whose only crime was to be themselves. The arrests of some of the original Mardi Gras marches in Sydney is a poignant reminder of our country's past attitudes, attitudes that sadly still exist in some today. Also, sadly, those who identify as a gender other than the binary edict suffer from discrimination and violence today. And it starts from childhood. I'd like you all to please indulge me just for a few minutes and close your eyes while I relate to you a true life experience. A young person is excited but at the same time, a little anxious. The first day of big school is here. And the usual anxiety is heightened in the as yet undefined worry 
that comes with the early self-awareness that they are somehow, some way, not quite the same as other kids. School life then becomes a daily struggle right through primary and high school. As an education system that is slowly coming to grips with children with Asperger's and autism, fails to recognise how to manage their needs, their feelings, and is unaware of the hurt that is beginning to be dealt out from other students, both physical and emotional. Ostracised. Cast out. Imagine going through your teenage years like that, always pushed to the edges. Your only friends, the other misfits. They and home are your only solace. To compound matters, you become aware that your sexuality and gender is also different. Look into your hearts. Feel their pain. Hear them as their raw and ripped emotions are voiced in howls of the deepest pain and cry their tears. Feel what it is like to know a depth of despair that is as unique in its origins as each human being is. To feel so completely different, isolated and alone. Now feel the pain, the hurt and the helplessness of being the parent of that person. To feel so completely powerless when all you want to do is save them. To take their hurt into yourself and lift them up so that they can be who they are and be happy. You do all you possibly can as a parent and more. But doing all you can as a parent isn't anywhere near enough when the law isn't on your side, on their side. Imagine that when they see the symbol of who they are, a simple multicoloured flag raised above the offices of the Shire where they live, that they feel finally there is hope. There is a ray of sunshine and that it is time to wet their feet in broader society only to see and hear the hatred of people who are stuck in a way of looking at the world that has long been left behind, publicly laid out for all to see, fighting over them without even asking what they thought, how they felt, being looked at sideways in the supermarket and sneered at, justifying their belief it is better to hide in your room, to never expose yourself to that cruel and heartless world. Far better to just suffer your pain alone. I want you to imagine this is your child and this is you. Because this is my child. It's me and my wife. It's also your neighbour your cousin, your friend's child. They are a part of your family and your community. And they deserve the right to stand proudly as who they are, like everyone else, with a legal document 
that allows them to get a driver's licence, open a bank account, or for them to obtain a passport and travel as who they are. But we can never move forward with acceptance for trans people and they can, they can be legally recognised as their true selves. I want each and every child, each and every adult, each and every parent going through this to know you are not alone. We must lift up and support young transgender people because the rate of self-harm and suicide among them is the highest in our community. And this all because of the arguments of hate and hysteria, of closed-mindedness, of values that are no longer relevant to a modern world. In my recent travels throughout my electorate of Western Victoria, I met with many trans people too scared to be who they really are. They hide behind a facade because of the campaign of lies and hatred perpetrated by lobby groups taking advantage of people who can be swayed by misinformation. This legislation is also for them. It's for all of you. When all the hateful and vitriolic arguments are exhausted, some people say, but it's just a piece of paper, that birth certificate. But it is so much more than that. It's safety at work and in our communities not to be outed. It's acceptance and normalisation. It is the legal recognition of our society that we are more than who we appear when we are born. The legal right to determine who we are. I must also note that an important piece of this legislation is that it removes the requirement for trans and gender diverse people to undergo surgery to affirm their gender on their birth certificate. My son, Eden, has had some surgery, but doesn't want any more. And while this requirement might seem confusing to some, he so bravely and perfectly explained it in an ABC News interview in the lead up to this debate. Not all of us want our bodies sculpted to be the binary idea of what a man and a woman is. I wholeheartedly endorse this legislation with every fibre of my being and I hope that those others, those who I have met and know and all who I never will, will be heartened to know that we love you and we stand with you. I stand with and I acknowledge the enormous volume of work that Transgender Victoria have done in this space, in particular Brenda Appleton and Sally Goldner, and also Sally Conning, who has been on the journey of a lifetime to arrive with us at this point. And the amazing Roe Allen. I take my hat off to you. And when the moment comes, I'll proudly stand with my beautiful Eden as he changes his birth certificate, knowing I have done what every parent should, accept and celebrate their child. Many friends and visitors to our home have seen a small but powerful note on Eden's bedroom door that says, just a reminder, I'm not a girl. I look forward to the day that Eden can take that sign down because people won't care what his gender is. They won't see him as different. They will just see him for who he is and accept him and love him just as April and I do, just as his brother does.
In the words of Atticus Finch, the creation of Harper Lee in To Kill a Mockingbird, if you can learn a simple trick, Scout, you'll get along a lot better with all kinds of folks. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view, until you climb inside of his skin and walk around in it. I encourage you all to remember that and to apply that thought and considering your vote here. Thank you. Wow. Well, it's the third time I've listened to that, and in my case here in the studio, watched it, and it's a hat trick of happy tears. I think that says it all. What an amazing, amazing person Andy Medic is, a leader. And I know his passion is animal justice. He's, in a sense, ended up accidentally in Queerland with two queer kids, and they're great too, but there's one other thing. You are just a good role model for men, Andy. Um, please keep doing what you're doing and doing it well. And I do want to say a big thanks to my 3CR colleagues on Freedom of Species for getting some introductions to me some months ago for Andy. You meet lots of great people doing this stuff, and once in a while you meet an extra great one. Thank you. All right, um, let's have some more celebratory music um and um well if i can um bring it up i'm sorry i'm still recovering from that well as soon as i say recovering taking a breath from that but let's have um someone given that we're now um as we change focus a little from trans to bi we're in um celebrate bisexuality month leading up to celebrate bi day on monday the 23rd always the 23rd here's someone who was bi um on lead vocals here's mr freddie mercury from queen And we are the champions. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Time after time, I've done my sentence, but committed no crime, and bad mistakes, I've made a few.
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Well, unfortunately, it wasn't all good news this week. There was the Transgender Birth Certificate victory. There was Wear It Purple Day, and you can see my purple um, fingernails on social media. But unfortunately, during the week, um, before we had any chance to get a huge hangover, um, we had to face the reality that um, you know the religious discrimination bill, as it's legally called, was um, the draft was released at a national level this week. Well, there was a, ra- a rally yesterday, and there will be another one on Saturday, Feb twenty first, um, and um, so Saturday, September twenty first. Beg your pardon, not um, Sept, not Feb. Um, two days before Celebrate Bisexuality Day. Yours truly, along with, um, spoke at the rally yesterday, along with the um, veteran leader, Rodney Croom, Janet Rice, Senator for the Greens, Evie, a young student um, at a school, Melanie Gaylard, a teacher in a school, Peter Weeks, head of Uniting Church. And I don't often play things that I do on the radio, but I wanted, I thought this speech will just sum up all my thoughts nicely. Remember that they are my personal opinions, not necessarily those of any organisation with which I'm involved. Let's have a listen to um, what happened, some of the things that happened, my thoughts, um, delivered at the State Library yesterday on the Religious Discrimination Bill. Thanks, Sally. I too very much acknowledge that we're on the lands of the Wurundjeri people and pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging from all First Nations peoples. Always was, always is, always will be First Nations land. As Janet mentioned, it's been a big week and yeah, you'd think after fighting for something for around 15 to 20 years, we'd be allowed to keep having a few mineral waters and maybe with something else in it and keep celebrating and have a big hangover after getting that birth certificate win. But we're back. And we do what Victorians do pretty well. We fight for social justice. And I've been aided this morning by something that I know Victorians definitely do well. I've had a coffee or two. Hashtag Southern Hemisphere Caffeine Capital. But we can be beverage diverse. If you want to have tea, bonnets, bottle or hot chocolate, you go for it. And we need diversity. And after the excitement of Tuesday and coming down on Wednesday, I started reading the articles about the proposed national bill. I tried to do research, you know, one of those things that, um, and look, look at facts, so those things that our national liberal government doesn't really understand. And that was a three coffee job, I can tell you. And there were a few things that leapt out at me. In terms of medical practitioners having conscientious objection, I thought of our vulnerable trans people of all ages. Yes, there's a lot of emphasis on young people, but if you are that only GP in the country town and a trans person struggles to find the courage and strength to come out to you and decide I want to treat you, where does that leave that person? 
And then I thought, well, it's probably a way of overriding state laws to outlaw conversion therapy, which I've been through, and conversion therapy is torture and brainwashing, and it needs to stay outlawed. Can anyone... Anyone who thinks they have a conscience that can object to um, treating trans people with respect and doing conversion therapy doesn't have a conscience at all. But this person is also a trained accountant. And I had another thought. Every time in my long involvement in the community, hashtag Auntie Sally, business objects to every discrimination law that ever has been put up, particularly in relation to things like sexual orientation, gender identity, sex characteristics, and they talk about cost and red tape. Suddenly they're a bit quiet. Why? Maybe they think that some given some of the things that have already happened, they think there's a new growth industry because we've seen what happens when there's a clash of religions. And to borrow from a great um, 20th century philosopher, Humphrey B. Bear, <laughs> what a funny old Palau is Israel. <laughs> he and his cousin Joshua get in all manner of strife. And we see what happens when religions clash. So I think that business is maybe wanting to support this law because maybe they're thinking of that it might be an idea if we could do something for our stagnating economy with a new growth industry, dispute mediation. Because that's the only thing that's going to happen under these laws. They are a debacle. So anyway, I kept reading and trying to think it through and then I saw one thing in one article that sort of posed questions and gave answers that was where it hit my gut and my heart in relation to the legislation. Do we need this answer? Nope, the case for this law has not been established at all. Religious freedom is about being able to worship in your place of worship safely. It is not a self-entitled right to do whatever you want and try to take over society with happy clapping views. As Peter touched on, here's where I want to mention support for three groups. For people who, faith, who respect other faiths and beliefs and their right to worship peacefully, thank you. To LGBTIQA plus people of faith, you are welcome here today. I see you, I support you, and I particularly say to religions that often face marginalisation and not freedom, such as Islam, Wicca and Pagan, religions that in late terms frequently face massive vilification and worse, you, in your peaceful way and your um, cooperative and empathic way, are welcome here and in society. But over the years I've seen a few times where um, queer supportive faith organisations are threatened, either with threatening letters to queer supportive ministers or other things, or going beyond me, um, um, religion for just a second, when we hear about all this individual freedom. Interesting when, declaring my interest, 3CR was invaded by right-wing knuckleheads about 18 months ago, two years ago. Suddenly the media went silent on individual freedom. Seems there's a bit of a double standard in a lot of these debates. It needs to get called out. Yeah. So what is the solution? 
Let's get back to some human basics called genuine respect, genuine empathy, genuine win-win solutions. It's really not that hard. As Roz touched on, I'll probably be called militant for this stance. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> but self-entitled people call anyone who don't 100% roll over for their militant views. They always call us militant, so big damn deal. Dare I say I'm using my individual freedom to call it as I see it. So my personal opinion is that we oppose this bill and argue for a complete redraft. Say it again, I oppose this. We get all politicians to oppose it. More to the point, we get them to reduce and in most cases eliminate any existing religious discriminations to various state, territory and federal law that disrespect women, people with disabilities and queer people. There were many things we could have learned from the postal survey, but if there's one, it's don't grovel to people who vilify us and effectively want to commit genocide on us. I will not do that. Yeah. And given that we're heading into football finals, time I'll use an analogy. I say we get these debates onto our home ground and stop being forced to play on other people's home grounds. Their home grounds, to use an obvious pun, are women, disability and queer health. And then I thought this morning, let's not just play it on our grounds, let's play our game. And that's why I say we reduce the existing exemptions, not pander around to this unnecessary law. To use another sporting analogy, even though the postal vote was close enough to two to one, the exact combined vote of the birth certificate law this week, it seems that some people can't accept the proverbial umpire's decision. And it seems that also some Prime Ministers, as Ros alluded to, have a problem in anything, with anything other than blokey bloke and girly girl gender. There was a Prime Minister in the first part of the 2000s who wouldn't let women wear slacks in his office against federal law. He thought it was politically correct. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Hamburglar, it was John Howard. Well, I reminded us about something. Not long after that, John Howard became the second Prime Minister in Australian history to be thrown out of office as a sitting Prime Minister. He lost his seat. Well, to keep the sporting analogies going, Scott Morrison, if you want to be the hat-trick, we're here to do it for you. The Liberals and Nationals are increasingly making themselves out to be the dodo saws of Australian society. What is a dodo saw? It's a diverse sort of a creature that's doubly extinct, a cross between a dinosaur and a dodo. <laughs> You want to keep going that way, we'll help you. So I say we take a strong stance and create true diversity heaven here on earth, and that starts today by opposing this bill and putting one more form of sort of sport, and that's the bottom line, because that Sal Gold said so. Thank you.
Yes, couldn't have said it any better myself. Hang on, I did. Thank you for that. I don't often play my own stuff on radio, so it just feels weird sometimes, but I think this was one where it was needed. Anyway, um, better um, very quickly have a couple of messages and wrap up the show, decide which track to take us out on um, and come back and tell you things, what are coming up in the community. It's getting to be a busy month yet again. Um, no rest for the virtuous, not the wicked. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. I got the red-eyed unemployed workers' desperation blues. Why does a wealthy country like Australia allow its unemployed workers to struggle in poverty without trying to create jobs? You may well ask. Unemployed Workers Fight Back is the Australian Unemployed Workers Union program, part of the sewer program on every second Friday of the month. 5.30pm on 3CR Community Radio. Our social security system is being defunded, privatised and dismantled and the poor and vulnerable are being criminalised and trampled upon. The Australian Unemployed Workers Union is focused on helping unemployed and underemployed workers deal effectively with the job agencies, empowering them to fight back for their rights. Remember, unemployed workers fight back every second Friday of the month. 5:30 p.m. on 3CR Community Radio. Absolutely, keep listening to 3CR for all the intersectional reasons. Um, just about time for me to head out of here. Gosh, it's been a big week um, on every level, um, community and otherwise. Freedom of species. Coming up next at one o'clock, if you are listening live, or even if you're not, if you're listening to this on repeat or podcast, go to their um, podcasts and repeats, or also on demand um, or for a week after each show. Um, lots of great um, um, animal advocacy news, and of course, I forgot to oh, actually. Of course, I forgot to mention last week that Monday the twenty the twenty sixth every year this time on Monday was International Dog Day, so. I'll say hi to Mishka and Zara if they're listening. I'm sure they are. They're fast asleep when I left home. Anyway, things that are coming up in the community. Um, don't forget QTV and Bent TV every Friday night from around 9.30 and also check out the clips on YouTube. Um, and that's, well, that's it for about the next week. Um, but as I mentioned, there'll be another um, religious um rally against the religious um, discrimination bill, as it's called. Um, that will be, um, well, pretty much same bat time, one o'clock on a Saturday this time, 21st of September. And um, that will be at the State Library, so same bat place. Um, and looks like there's already a couple of by speakers confirmed because, as I say, we are in Celebrate By Month. So put a call out. Anyone in the by community who wants to come on and tell their story in the next few weeks, it is a packed um, program, um, come and let me know. Um, next week on the show, I'll be talking to someone who's right at all the social justice intersections, Edie Shepherd, who does lots of awesome work. Um, and, um, you know, have a chat with Edie about all of that. There's so much 
that even a quick um, use of your search engine <laughs> comes up with. Um, but I'm tossing up as to which track to take it out with today. But because, as I say, we don't often get a chance to celebrate big ticket items, um, I'm going to go with this one. Don Felder from his solo album Airborne after the Eagles broke up in the early 80s. And, well, for the trans and gender diverse Victorians, our families and allies, this track is what it was about this week. This week, we were winners. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. (laughs) 